It's Monday the 13th of December 2021. My name's Alex Elliott and you're listening to The Week in Iceland, the programme that asks what's been happening in Iceland this week, why it happened and why we should care. My guest this week is the deputy and soon-to-be acting head of news at Rúv, Heiðar Örn Sigurfinsson. Welcome to you. Thank you, thank you. Um, this week we learned that the co- coronavirus restrictions were extended unchanged for another two weeks thanks to the uncertainty caused by Omicron. We learned that the Grimsvart volcano did not erupt yet. Uh, we learned various things about the workings of KSI, the Icelandic Football Association, as it dealt with accusations of sexual abuse. Even the investigative report itself, though, didn't go without criticism. The land of abundant renewable energy is restricting supplies to some large industrial users. The squeeze has a variety of causes and, unsurprisingly, there are varied views on what should be done about it. A man is facing charges over the death of another man this April in an incident that involved a car and some pretty unclear circumstances. Something else that's unclear is what should be done with the 1,500 tonnes of Icelandic plastic waste languishing in a warehouse in Sweden after the country's recycling fund was apparently scammed by a Swedish recycling company that was not really a proper recycling company after all. It costs around 190 million kronor to set up and open a brand new ministry, according to government figures. And finally, according to Icelandic forestry figures, Icelandic Christmas trees are increasingly popular in Icelandic homes. Where would you like to start? Well, uh, I would like to start with uh, the Grimsvatn volcano. Uh, Always interesting to to hear stories about uh, Icelandic geothermal activity and and volcanic activity. Um, This week, as you mentioned, we learned that the Grimsvatn volcano did not erupt yet. Um, but there was a, a huge flood. I think it was 28-fold the amount of water uh, um, per second, I think. Uh, well, that's... Uh, oh, in the river, you mean? In the river, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. in the river, sorry. Um, and then we had some spectacular uh, uh, photos or, or videos coming from the area. It was uh, qu- quite something to see. Um, um, but... The scientists, the, uh, they say this week uh, the likelihood of, of, of uh, a volcanic eruption is, is uh, not as much as, as it was when they first noticed the, the ice smelting in the area. Mm. The re- I mean, when it comes to this, though, we're always told about how slow geology is and how these mm. uh, everything takes years and decades, and then suddenly it's like one day to the next. It's like, oh... Well, there's no danger anymore, or re- much reduced danger. Why is that in this particular case? Um, I think the scientists say the danger is is not as much today as it was yesterday because um, they thought that um, uh, when the ice cap uh, on top of the um, magma chamber. Uh, it diminishes or, or is, is is melting away. Um, uh, the changing in pressure uh, can cause the volcano to erupt. And uh, as day pass, um, they see this is not happening, at least not yet. Mm. And um, that was something they... Anticipated, uh, it was it was likely to happen because well, the, uh, historically, 
they see that this is something that can happen and but it it hasn't happened yet and and maybe it can take some weeks or months from mm. now but but at least uh this this didn't happen and and maybe there's very surprised today <laughs> i don't know mm. Some of the other things that was interesting with this was that graphic we saw, um, this ball of water floating above Reykjavik that mm-hmm. they'd sort of mocked up on a computer to show the size of this flood. Mm-hmm. And it's it's huge. It's like 400,000 Olympic-sized swimming pools or what was it? Some some number of Mivat lakes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... I, I can't remember how many how many watts <laughs> lakes uh, it's supposed to be, but um, interesting graphics indeed. Yeah, and it was it made Halfklimskirke look like a like an ant, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, but we know uh, Grimsjö uh, floodings uh, floodings from 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 this area. It's always uh, it's it, it's always huge and, and spectacular to see. So. Uh, uh, we we did get that this time as well. Yeah, ten is the answer. Ten miwat yeah. legs. Okay. <laughs> okay, maybe we should move on to another topic. Mm. Uh, where would you like to go next? Yeah, the Omicron. Obviously, um, yes. obviously, uh, we still have Omicron as a guest, um, and probably will have for some time. Um, not so many Omicron cases in Iceland, uh, if I understand correctly. But um, still, restrictions uh, were extended and changed uh, for another two weeks. So they will expire in in uh, well next week, just yeah. before Christmas. Um, maybe they will have to extend them again. Then we all have to choose our Christmas bubbles, I guess. Um, I mean, if it was extended as it is now, though, maybe not. Well, hopefully 50, not. Fifty person limit. Ho- hopefully not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Um, this was the first decision on on uh, coronavirus restrictions made by the new uh, minister of health. Uh, I don't know. Maybe some people were expecting some policy changes, but they didn't get one. No. <laughs> they didn't get a, a changed policy. Um, but it was. Uh, uh, this was according to to uh, the chief epidemiologist's suggestions. Uh, he obviously didn't want to to um, have the have the ex, uh, restrictions expired. So um, here we are, mm. just before Christmas. Mm. Life's not too difficult right now, uh, compared certainly compared to how it was this time last year. Um, Mm-hmm. We, maybe we've got used to the restrictions, but they're, they're not as strict as they were a year ago. Certainly, oh, certainly not. Uh, Ten people then. This year we have uh, Christmas concerts and all kinds of activities, which uh, were out of the picture last year. I just it's, it's so much different, actually. So, um, yeah, you're right. It's not as 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 um, difficult because we all have been vaccinated and, and a lot of people have had the booster jab already and so yeah hopefully hopefully we will um, end these restrictions next week 
mm. as 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 the um, minister of health. Well, because of course we're uh, just talking about whether or not he'll extend them again. But actually, right. what he said at the time was maybe it'll be less than two weeks. Right. Yeah, he said that if if uh, studies find that the Omicron variant is is not as uh, harmful as as uh, we, well we fear. Um, so maybe this week we will see some decisions made regarding the 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 restrictions. Um, that would be great. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people would would enjoy that really much. Probably most people. What's the status, as far as you're aware, of uh, the vaccination for younger children? Because there's been a spate of stories about, mm-hmm. oh yeah, they're going to be ready to do it, mm-hmm. and on the other side, there's no word yet from the from the health authorities right. if they're going to allow it or recommend it, mm-hmm. even though the vaccine itself has been approved. The vaccine has been approved for five to eleven years. Um, the uh, people doing the the vaccinations, they say they're ready. Uh, they can do it in January. Uh, but the chief epidemiologist, uh, Thorolver, he still hasn't decided if this is going to be the case or not. So every everybody's waiting for uh, his decision mm. uh, on the matter. And maybe it will be a Christmas gift, Christmas present, <laughs> if you like. Yeah. It's presumably a comfort to parents that he's taking so long to make up his mind based on good data, or is it a worry more? What do you think? Mm, I don't know. Um, I, As far as I'm concerned, or, or as far as I've noticed, um, people around me aren't really waiting for uh, vaccinations for 5 to 11-year-olds. Um, but I think we see a lot of uh, daily cases, daily daily COVID cases, are are coming up in, inside schools. Uh, it affects uh, the lives of, of families of young children, and I think um, maybe teachers and 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 of course some 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 parents are are, are really waiting for this to happen others are are afraid uh, this might have some effects on their children of course they're worried um but um there are mixed mixed feelings about this mixed um emotions a lot of emotions in this and um um uh, 12 to to 16 year olds uh they have been vaccinated but we see uh there's lo- much less uh percentage um having those uh, having having jabs uh less percentage of of those groups than than older groups mm-hmm. um so i think we can accept uh, expect um Five to eleven-year-olds. Uh, I think the 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 um, there will be much less um, number of people or children uh, accepting jabs from this group as well. Yeah, that seems likely. On the other hand, though, um, with the teen with the older children, the teenagers, mm-hmm. you could say there's three people making the decision for each person there, individual choice, mm-hmm. and then right. the parents. Right. With the younger children, it would just be the parents' choice. So, oh yeah. So maybe, probably, uh, maybe that would make a difference. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, fair enough. Um, anything else to add on the virus front or should we move on? Um, we should move on, but but let's uh, stay positive and, and uh, hope for the best from, from Willem, the new uh, Minister of Health. Mm. I think um, Svandis must have felt quite good that he did what she would have done. I think so, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, and Thorolu as well. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, where next? Um, there was a really interesting story last week um, about the the uh, 1,500 tons of Icelandic plastic in a warehouse in Sweden. Uh, this amount of plastic was had, had been lying in an abandoned warehouse for the past five years. Um, it was... Uh, sent there by the by Icelandic companies, uh, which believed that the Swedish company buying the plastic waste was going to uh, recycle it, um, and they got paid from the Icelandic uh, the Icelandic uh, fund the uh, the recycling fund. And, which is uh, public. Which owned. is public, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's public money. Um, but instead, it's been lying there for five years, and and nobody knew. And it was a story uh, published in the in the Stuntin newspaper. It, it's a very good story, um, uh, and it's some kind of uh, uh, well. It surprised, I think, everybody because. Um, People are really trying to to do their share of, of recycling. Their you know they're taking their plastic and and washing it and and put it in a bag somewhere in the apartment and and uh, doing their share. But um, when it comes to this, everybody must feel so frustrated and disappointed. Um, we haven't really had any any good answers, uh, not from the Swedish company at least. But um, uh, the Icelandic uh, the Icelandic uh, fund, the um, recycling fund, and the companies um, they just expressed disappointment. They didn't know. Uh, I heard an interview with the Icelandic minister of of the environment, the new one. Um, he as well uh, was surprised. It, uh, he just learned about it in the news. Um, and the only good thing coming out of this story, he said, was that at least now we're talking about it. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, it's an interesting, really interesting uh, scandal, if you like. It's an odd one as well, because it takes up a lot of space and you can't just keep filling up warehouses and making money off it there's, it's, presumably hopefully it's a one time thing there's not these warehouses all over Sweden full of Icelandic plastic uh, yeah let's hope not um, but this was the plastic uh, exported to Sweden in 2016 um, we haven't heard anything about uh, plastic uh, exported in 2017 or later um, so Maybe there's somewhere in Sweden a warehouse uh, by the looks from the pictures uh, with this uh, story, the warehouse was, was crumbling and it was really an old one um, in the middle of the forest, it seemed. 
um, maybe somewhere in the Swedish forests there are heaps of Icelandic plastic from 2015 or 17 or 18, I don't know. Yeah. But um, that's something that will be investigated, I guess. Mm. Obviously, the company involved is to blame, presumably, but yeah. what sort of blame can is or what sort of questions are being asked in Iceland? Well, um, there's this, you know, we, we have to ask the, the uh, this fund, um, this uh, recycling fund, how do you uh, keep track of, of, of the plastic which is uh, exported for, for recycling? How do you, how do you um, make sure that you are paying companies uh, to do what they're obliged to do? How, how, how do you... Uh, how to ensure that they are really uh, doing their share, or maybe it's the companies that should um, make sure that the their plastic is really being recycled in Sweden, not just kept somewhere in a warehouse. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we've heard stories like this around the world. There's plastic being dumped on beaches mm. and, and just put into landfill, uh, burnt. Or, or, or sent in uh, huge containers to Malaysia or somewhere. I, we've seen pictures from that. And it part of me wonders if, if the Icelandic Recycling Fund kind of assumed that well, sending it to Sweden is, is good enough. That's a good solution because mm-hmm. it, it's not Malaysia, it's not Turkey, it's not India. It is Sweden. That's su- surprising, really. Mm. Um I think uh, most people are surprised to hear about a scam like that coming from Sweden. Mm. Which just proves it can happen anywhere. And Of course, the, yeah. The oversight and the traceability that you were just talking about is, is, is always important. Mm-hmm. Clearly hasn't been right up until now. But, no, but... but um, they will have to step up their game after this um, regarding, as you mentioned, traceability and, and you know, um, oversight, yeah. The trouble with plastic is it's so cheap to make. It's yeah. such a hassle to recycle. Uh, <laughs> it is, yeah. Which, yeah All kinds so... of plastic and, and uh, they don't really recycle those those different kinds of plastic the same way. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, it's it's not a problem that's getting smaller in the world. Quite the opposite. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, okay. Um, now, the topic I mentioned about this the the death in Copenhagen Easter. Obviously, it's not one to chat about and to mm. debate. Um, but I was wondering, from a news perspective, what more, if anything, we know because we we've been getting reader questions at Ruv English like. This seems strange. The, the 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 event that's been described seems to make no sense. Mm-hmm. Do we know any more than that? Like, did the two men know each other? Uh, not that I know of. Um, actually, I don't really know a lot about this case. So, um, but does anyone? I suppose that's my question. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, we did some stories about the case. Uh, when this accident happened, when this man died um, in April. Uh, but the circumstances were just as unclear then as they are today. Mm. So uh, 
I I really haven't heard anything from the police investigation. Um, maybe we will when the um, uh, when we when the police uh, publishes the indictment. Maybe we will know something more. So um, the readers of new, uh, news in Iceland and or uh, listeners of news in Iceland or readers of news English. I hope I can promise some some more stories on on the case mm. uh, in future days. In the meantime, we know he's been charged with uh, manslaughter by negligence, which is is not murder. Uh, yeah. So that's yeah. all we really know. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you for that. Um, move on to. Oh, I suppose Kawasi has been a pretty big story this week. Uh, Kawasi has been a very big story this week. Yeah. Um, there was this report um, by the Icelandic Football Association published um, dealing with accusations of sexual abuse. Um, by the Sporting and Olympic Association, right? And it was about the Football Association. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Um, the report is surprisingly um, detailed. Um, all kinds of stories published uh, which hadn't been uh, published in the media because they couldn't be verified, uh, although these stories had been circling. Um, there are stories about uh, footballers, um, named footballers, uh, and and accusations against them, uh, varying from from sexual abuse to domestic abuse and uh, some have so, some footballers have uh, have come forward and and denied the accusations but um i don't know some some cases have been investigated and dropped uh, but anyway uh, there's a, a, a lot of stories a lot of stories around there. So, yeah, it's um, it's a difficult issue, really difficult, because these guys, uh, they they were the Icelandic national football team uh, in the Euro finals, and they were it's a it's a they were considered real heroes, basically in Iceland. Mm. Um, so it's a. Uh, it's a shock for a lot of people uh, uh, when these stories come forward. Um, of course, it wasn't all the players. Um, of course not. No, 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 no. no. Uh, there are some stories, but some of these stories we heard uh, some years ago, but they could never be verified. Yeah. And this report now, um, obviously it is the core. It's about the players and the staff members and their behaviour, but mm. it's also about the reaction and the culture within the football association itself, yeah, and how it dealt with them. Yeah, and it's interesting that um, there had been some some uh, accusations and and there had been some some discussion, uh, but it's this summer when uh, when the um, uh, chair of the Kawasi uh, board of Kawasi, the Icelandic Football Association. He came uh, to an interview uh, here at the roof uh, in in the daily uh, Um 
the interview wasn't really uh, it wasn't bad it was it was uh, he he just answered his his questions in a normal way but uh, after the show the day after someone stepped forward and said uh, the information he gave in this interview they are not accurate um uh, he knew about some accusations of sexual abuse uh, by the Iceland by some Icelandic players um and he lied about it during the interview um when he said that uh, they didn't really know of any cases so um that's when everything exploded and uh, yeah this uh the board of kawasi the the icelandic football association resigned um so there were there's a new board uh and they had this report written no sorry the uh, that was the um uh, sports and olympics committee that had the report written but um and of course uh there are some 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 um different views of course uh and the report itself is being criticized what yeah. did you find of this there was the standout remark that a few people picked up on from the chairman of the author committee that made the report saying that there isn't a silence of a culture of silence or a rape culture within Kawasi more than there is in general society mm-hmm. and a few people picked up on that uh, as in two different ways it's saying oh it's not really a problem it's just like everywhere else it's just as rapey as everywhere else which is obviously not an excuse but on the other hand it was also an acknowledgement that there's a problem in society mm-hmm. as a whole and that this report wasn't about that so it depends on which way you look at it as to um as to what you thought of it but it was not neutral language the way that was put mm-hmm. that's true um and yeah i didn't really have an opinion on it i i got what he meant yeah but i also got why some people were a bit unhappy <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i think with an issue like this uh, you 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 will never write a report where everybody's happy mm. um i suppose it's all about the future as well it's drawing a line under this past because it was what 2010 or 2014 that this is it was quite an extended period of time yeah yeah it's uh, uh 2010 i i think i remember correctly yeah uh, so that's too long for there to be silence and and inaction mm-hmm. and presumably the new chairman the new board uh, the new managing director of kawasi are very much focused on making the next 10 years not like the last 10 years yeah yeah so this report should help them without a doubt yeah um at least they know how not to react to um accusations of sexual abuse in the future mm. they can learn from the past um but i don't know how much time we've got left but um I've, there was also a story i found very interesting last week it was about the the uh rest- restricting supplies of renewable energy oh yeah we've got really not a lot of time but oh, I, okay. think, I think that's fascinating too <laughs> yeah because it was so surprising it was um it was uh 
landsvirkjun, the, the main Icelandic company, power company, uh, they, they, they announced they were restricting supplies to some large industrial users like aluminium smelters and uh, data centers and uh, fish meal factories. Um, and it was because of, of, of this renewable uh, energy production in Iceland, we, we, I think we, most of us thought we have a, enough energy uh, for these companies. Uh, but as, as has been pointed out, all of these companies had an agreement uh, with the company, energy company, uh, which had a clause uh, that uh, supplies could be restricted uh, if necessary. In uh, return, they got discount in, prices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it turns out it's necessary to restrict supplies this year because, well, a lot of reasons, actually. But this year hasn't been great for the hydropower production. Uh, not enough rain, apparently, uh, in the spring and summertime. Um the power grid is uh, old and needs um, some maintenance. Um, and then there, apparently, uh, it's something that we need to. Well, maybe we w- would have to have to uh, make new hydroelectric plants and and uh, to produce more power. But that's a very political and sensitive issue. Always has been. Yes. And the same people that fight against um, for the use of fossil fuels and, and in favour of renewable energy also, by and large, don't want new dams being built mm. for, for the same reasons, conservation reasons. So that's a tough one as well. That's a very tough one, yeah. Um yeah, but as I said, it's it's a political issue, uh, and I think uh, the situation will be used uh, in the political scene um, uh, for for both. Well, mainly for those who who would like to do some more, uh, build more uh, dams, and and produce more energy. An interesting thing, just before we finish. The system as it is today, because it's old and overused and failing in a certain way, is wasting enough energy for a whole geothermal power station, for example, Krafla. Yes, yes, apparently, yeah. So presumably everyone can agree on fixing the lines that are already existing, and that would help the problem. Yeah, but uh, if I understand them correctly... Uh, they have already started doing that, but it will take at least a decade to finish. And that's, of course, it's way too long time to wait. Mm. Doesn't affect us domestic users, just to be clear. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just the, the large industrial users. Okay, uh, on that note, we've run out of time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the Week in Iceland will be back with a special episode after Christmas on Monday the 27th of December on roof.as forward slash English, Roof English on Facebook, through the Roof app and your favourite podcast platform. That just leaves me to thank my guest today, Heidar Seyofinsson. Thanks for coming. Thank you. And also Lydia Gretesdottir for running the studio. Um, a little early perhaps, but I'd also like to wish you a Merry Christmas, dear listener. 
We finish today's programme with the Icelandic version of a world-famous Christmas song. This is Isvörtum Förtum with Jólin Er Alkoma. Bye for now. Mamma säger, jag fyrde att hon ger mig radig För röden är löng och nästa och efter mer Är pappa flitas Sunday, Kurin, Sau, Yekavir, Verda, Sau.